What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. They will always, ha guys will always have the audacity. It's not about what they choose to give you. It's about what you allow them to give you. It's about what you choose to accept because you don't have to accept everything, but some part of you makes you feel like you have to accept it and then try to change him. Some part of you makes you want to be Barbara the Builder. Who, who gave you that responsibility? There's a reason why when things don't work out with people, you have the tendency to be so much more madder at yourself than that other person. And it's because you will finally see all of the red flags that you ignored and you will finally see all of the times that you chose to turn a blind eye and trust somebody who did not deserve your trust and give the benefit of the doubt where it was not due and you are going to be very upset with yourself for doing that. That's why you, it's not just about forgiving that other person. You also have to forgive yourself because there's going to be some part of you that resents how much you gave, how many chances you gave and how vulnerable you were with somebody who did not deserve to see that side of you. There is going to be some part of you that low-key resents you for giving that much to somebody who did not deserve it. If you are going to find one thing to be consistent in doing, please don't make that thing complaining, okay? Find a solution to your problem. Don't just sit there and complain every single day to every single person that will listen. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something that Aaliyah's face on YouTube mentioned in one of her Get Ready With Me's and I also said I would in a previous episode and that is um, seeing the world for what it is versus what it should be and living in the world for what it is versus what you think it should be, right? And that's something that I feel like previous episodes I've made has agreed with this whole concept, but I never actually, or I don't think I fully said it like I'm about to say it in this episode, but it's something that I started doing a long time ago and I feel like my life has gotten significantly easier and more peaceful ever since I started doing it. 
And it's something that I would highly recommend, honestly. Like your life will be so much easier once you start seeing things for what they actually are and then dealing with it appropriately instead of being miserable and complaining about how things should be, how you think things should be, and then getting upset because it's not that way. And the reason I say this is because it's so easy to tell the people who do that, like it's so easy to figure out who's doing that and who's not because these people are always miserable, right? And I've been there myself, so I'm not saying it's from a point of judgment, but a point of experience more so. And I used to be very miserable when I saw the world that way because I had my idea of how things should be and how things should work and what a perfect world would look like, but we do not live in a perfect world. So it's unrealistic to just have all of these expectations for things that you have no control over, right? So I am making this episode because I really don't want you to be one of these people. People who do that are miserable and they tend to play the victim all the time. The people who are playing the victim all the time is the people who just feel like this is what you should do and what should have happened and this shouldn't have happened to me. So I'm going to be mad about it and I'm going to be sad. I'm going to play the victim and blah, blah, blah. People who see the world for what it should be and constantly think of how things should be they play the victim, they're miserable, and they usually never get far in life because you are playing the game wrong. So essentially, you're losing every time. And the main thing, the big thing, the big reason, the reason why I'm making this episode is because I want you to stop complaining, if you can relate, that is. I want you to stop complaining. I don't want you to be the type of person who complains all the time about things not going your way. Okay? That, that, that is, things are just not going to work out your way all the time. But the worst thing, the worst type of person you can be is the person who just complains all the damn time. Every time somebody talks to you, every time people see your name pop up in their phone and they get tired. They get wary. All of their energy just leaves their body because all you do is complain. You always have something to complain about. I am making this episode because I don't want you to be that person. And if you are not that person, that's great. There could be other areas where you can adopt this perspective. But if you are that person, then just, just be quiet for a second and just listen. Just listen because th this will help you. This will help you, I promise. You cannot be the type of person who lives in this world for what you think it should be. You need to look at things for how they are and then make necessary adjustments and respond to things appropriately. Now, let me give you some examples. Maybe you have, say, a family member who you have an idea of how that person should treat you based on their relationship to you, right? based on who they are to you, maybe a father, a mother, whoever, a sibling, whoever, right? In your mind, it's like, well, this family member doesn't treat me how I think they should treat me, or they don't give me what I think they should give me. Well, when did they ever, right? Like, when did they ever? If somebody has been showing you that that's just the type of person they are, and they are not going to be 
apparent to you in the way you expect them to be. They are not going to show up for you like that. They are not going to do certain things that you think a parent should do or a sibling. They are not going to support you in a certain way. They are going to be low-key your biggest enemy for whatever reason. It does not benefit you to just sit there and complain all the time and be like, oh, I don't know why this person does this. Yes, blah, blah, blah. And then just complain and be hurt and just like continue to dwell on the fact that they don't show up for you in the way you think they should. Is it unfortunate? Yes. Is it your fault? No. Things like that are hardly ever your fault. People just have things that they are going through. They have situations that they haven't healed from. And so they cannot be the person you need them to be and give you the healthy type of familial relationship that you want, right? That rarely has anything to do with you. So it doesn't benefit you to just complain all the time about how this person is not a good family member to you in whatever relationship, um, in whatever relation they have to you, your mother, your father, your sibling, grandfather, grandmother, whatever. It does not benefit you to just complain and say, I don't know why they're doing this and they're always doing that and I'm so tired of this. When did they ever tell you or show you that they would be better? If that's what you have gotten from them consistently throughout your life, it does not make sense for you to keep complaining and sit there waiting and hoping on them to change. You know what the definition of insanity is? You see where I'm going with this, right? That, that is literally insanity. They never showed you that they were capable of the things that you were asking for. They, ne they don't even make the effort to try to repair that relationship. They have just continued to do what they've been doing or continue to not do what they haven't been doing and you have been complaining and allowing yourself to feel hurt all the time you can't just be like like they're not going to just wake up one day and be a completely different person or the person that you want them to be so it makes no sense saying oh I can't believe this person is like that and I can't believe she or he is not doing this for me when did they ever that's unfortunately the hand that you've been dealt in life and it's very unfortunate it rarely ever has anything to do with you but it will never benefit you if you just sit there complaining about it all of the time sometimes you just have to say your piece and if people don't make an effort to repair that relationship then you place it appropriately where it belongs in your life if it belongs there at all right another example is like with friendships like let's say you have a friend that is petty or, or or a friend that doesn't communicate or but they act childish when things don't go right or you know like let's say that friend has been acting like Loki jealous of you all the time it does not benefit you to complain and be like oh yeah I wish this friend was I wish they were more of a friend to me or I got I wish I got this from that friendship you never got that, right? You know, you have seen what type of person that they have been to you. Stop, stop turning the other cheek. Stop giving it a blind eye each time and then just acting like that person is going to magically wake up one day and be your biggest supporter or be loyal to you or finally learn how to communicate or stop exaggerating every situation and taking things out of proportion and making problems bigger than they should be. If that's what they have consistently showed you that they 
want to do. That's how, if that's how they show you that they deal with situations, it doesn't make sense to just be complaining about that friendship. You have to accept that person for who they are and decide whether or not they deserve a spot in your life. Another one that I hear people talking about, like generally speaking, not anybody I know, but you see this on social media all the time when people complain that the government is supposed to take care of us and the government is supposed to do this and they're not supposed to do that and this is so unfair. Sweetheart, that, that unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. So you cannot rely on them to do that, right? That's like... I haven't heard anybody that I know say this, but people have like mentioned this here and there on like social media, not recently, but like a long time ago, like the whole 40 acres and a mule thing, right? Like it's not realistic to sit there as a black person in this country and then, and wait on your 40 acres on a, and a mule. It's not coming. If it was going, if it was coming, you would have gotten it a long time ago. Like it's not coming. Yes, things are the way they are. Yes, we face discrimination. Yes, we are oppressed. Yes, there's systemic racism. Yes, all these things are real, right? It does not make sense and it does not benefit you to sit with a bunch of people just complaining about how the system is against you. What are you going to do about it, right? If you walk into a room, oh my God, let me give you an example. When I was recruiting at a big four company, when I was still in college, when I attended a leadership conference for that company in my sophomore year, there were 700 students there that they recruited from the top 50 business schools throughout the nation, right? I was one of three black students out of 700. I was one of three, okay? One of three and the only person from my school who was there. And the following year, when I got an internship, so from that conference, I got recruited for an internship um, the summer of my junior year, right? When I, um, when I started the internship, we went back to that same place, um, where they had the conference and all of the interns from all over the country was there. There were, I don't remember how many interns there was, but if let's say it was 700 again, right? This time around, there were about 20 black students. Last year when I was there, there were three. This year, there's 20, right? Still grossly outnumbered, but significantly better than last year, right? We had the opportunity, all of the black students, we had the opportunity to ask a black partner at the firm questions and all of that stuff. So one of the students um, networked with one of the partners and asked them if they could talk to the black interns and ask like questions and just have Q&A for all of us, right? The black people. And he agreed and he took us like um, in a separate room, one of the conference rooms away from everybody. And it was just us 20 or so black um, interns with the black partner. 
He took time out of his day to educate us, to help us through the process, the recruiting process, um, and how we can secure a position at the firm, whatever, whatever. It was a Q&A with a black partner, which there weren't many black partners in the firm. Do you know that all, all, I promise you, all but me, because I sat there in silence, but all, almost or almost every single one of those students used that hour that that black partner gave us to complain about the fact that we were outnumbered. They used the entire hour from a black partner, right, to complain about the fact that they are not satisfied with the diversity that they are seeing in the company. So, and some of them were like, you know what, I really wanted to work here, but I'm not satisfied with the diversity that I'm seeing. So I feel like I will um, explore other firms who value more diversity. Let me ask you a question, right? And this is controversial because I see people arguing about this a lot. But let me ask you a question. If you are black, as a black person, if you walk into a room where historically many black people do not have the opportunity to even be there, right? Historically, it has not been any of us in this room. If you find yourself in that room and you get there and you say, I am not happy with the fact that I am the only black person and there is not enough diversity and you leave. Let me ask you a question. How do you expect that room to ever be diversified if every time one of us enters the room, we leave because we're not satisfied that we're the only ones? You see how that makes no sense? You're complaining about how things are and you want to live in this fantasy of how you think the world should be and it's unfair. But that's not the reality we live in, okay? We live in a reality where certain companies are not as diverse. We live in a reality where, yes, we face oppression, systemic racism, discrimination, etc. It's unfair. It's not right. But that's the world we live in. So what are you going to do about it? If you get in a room like that and you walk away, it will never be diverse because every time one of us gets an opportunity to bring more of us in the room, we leave because there's not enough of us in the room. You see how that makes no sense? You have to live in the world as it is. Yes, we are outnumbered. So how are you going to fix that? How are you going to positively contribute to that? You cannot just be complaining. You can, if, 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 if there's barely any black partners in the firm and one of them flies into the state for this conference and you can ask him questions, why are you using that valuable time to complain about how you are not satisfied with things? If you leave, who is going to diversify it? If nobody cares to bring more of us in these rooms, how is it going to be diversified? Other people, other races are naturally going to be looking out for themselves. They are going to flock towards people that look like them when they are recruiting. If you get into the room and you leave because it's not diverse enough, how do you ever expect it to get diverse enough? You have to stay. You have to stay and you have to bring more people. It's unfortunate, right? You cannot, you have to live in the world as it is. You have to 
you have to accept reality for what it is and then find an appropriate solution to the problem. You cannot sit there and complain and say it's not fair. Yes, you are right. It's not fair. Yes, it shouldn't be this way, but that's what it is. So what are you going to do about it? Stop complaining. Stop focusing on the problems and find a solution. Crying about the problem 24-7 is not going to help. What are you going to do about it? It's unfair. It sucks. The odds are not in your favor. What are you going to do about it? You can't run every time things don't look how you feel like it should be. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. And let me tell you, so I grew up um, in the Caribbean. I grew up in St. Lucia where it's mainly black people, right? So... This is this was a new phenomenon to me when I got to America, but I did not fully understand any of this because I grew up in a different country. But I learned I I understood quickly um, as I um, got, you know, well acquainted with the corporate world after I graduated, et cetera, et cetera. Right. I've been living here for this year will be a decade. My God, time flies. I've been living here for 10 years, so I have come to understand certain things. Let me tell you about another experience of mine. So I told you I didn't grow up here. Growing up in the Caribbean, like almost everybody around me was black, right? Things are different in America. It's more diverse. It's a lot more people, right? I remember when I was in college, I went to this event. It was... I don't remember what it was called, but it was some student organization and it was an event for potential new members. And it was some investment club. It was about investing in the stock market. I wanted to learn how to do that. So I thought, let me join this student organization for investing, right? And I went to like the new members or potential new members event thing and I walked in the room and I was the only person who looked like me I was the only female and I was the only black person in the room it was a bunch of white boys and some were Asian some were Indian predominantly white boys right I was the only person who looked like me and you know what I did I walked out I walked out 
I wasn't strong enough to stay in that room because I felt so uncomfortable and so outnumbered. And I also did not know anything about investing. And the people there seemed to know what they were talking about. And they did like, I felt so uncomfortable. I left. I wasn't strong enough to stay. I told myself that had to be the last time I ever walked out of a room because it didn't look like how I thought it should look like. That happened before the example I just told you at the recruiting event with the interns. That's why I stayed and that's why I didn't complain. Because the first time I walked into a room where I wanted to learn something about stocks and investing, nobody looked like me and I felt like that was wrong, so I left. And I told myself that I cannot leave any more rooms. I have to make sure that if I enter a room where I'm the only person, I have to stay. And by the time I leave, if I leave, it needs, there needs to be more people that look like me. I need to help more people get into that space. But I cannot leave because it doesn't look like me. Right? So that's why I stayed. And that's why I didn't complain in the situation with the um, conference and the internship. I can't complain just because it doesn't look like me when I'm not willing to do anything about it because I will be part of the problem. What good is complaining if you're not going to do anything about it? You're just wasting time. You're wasting time, you're wasting your energy, and you're draining everybody else's energy around you. Stop living in the world as you think it should be and live in the world as it is and find a solution to these things that you are complaining about. Another example, when you feel like you know, maybe the person you're dating is not living up to their potential. Which potential exactly? The one you created? The fantasy in your head? Did they ever treat you this way that you felt like you should be treated? Did they even hint at that? What part of who they are today and what they have shown you told you that this is the type of person they are? Are your expectations realistic or did you just completely create it based on what you think they should be or what you think they should get? If that person never showed you that they could do this and they could do that and they can live up to this fantasy that you created in your head, release them from that and release yourself from the shackles of this fantasy that you created. They never showed you that they could be this person. So stop holding them to that and then complaining when they don't meet those standards. Oh, well, you know, he just, he just doesn't, um, he's not ambitious and he can do so much more. Did he tell you that? Did he tell you that? He was lazy and he was lazy and had no ambition when you met him. So why are you complaining that he's still lazy and has no ambition? Oh, he's, um you know, making me initiate the dates. He's making me plan it. And I keep having to go out of my way and I'm doing all of this stuff. And he's, he's not pulling his weight. When did he ever, when did he ever, when did they ever show you that they were that person? You have this idea of who they should be and you are holding them to these expectations and getting mad when they do not meet these expectations and requirements that you have. They never, they, they never did that. They ne he never, never, never once did he identify as somebody who cared about you. But now you are upset because he's in fact acting like he doesn't care about you. You see what I'm saying? Like release him 
from these expectations and release yourself from these shackles. You are not living in reality right now. You are not living in the world as it is. If somebody acts like you are an option, it's because you are to them. I'm not saying you don't deserve the world. I'm saying that's how they chose to treat you. You don't take that and then think, well, why doesn't he like me? What can I do to make him like me more? Or what was it? Was it anything I do? Let me tell you something. People will always have the audacity, right? They will always, ha guys will always have the audacity. It's not about what they choose to give you. It's about what you allow them to give you. It's about what you choose to accept because you don't have to accept everything, but some part of you makes you feel like you have to accept it and then try to change him. Some part of you makes you want to be Barbara the Builder. Who, who gave you that responsibility? Yourself. Yourself. Release yourself from that. That is not your calling. That is not your place. It's okay to have expectations of how you should be treated and what you want. It's okay to have all of these things, right? You need to have them. But what I'm saying is if somebody comes into your life acting like the complete opposite, you do not keep them in your life and then complain that they are not giving you what you think they should give you when they never showed you that they were anything close to the type of person that you need. Accept them for who they are and then determine where in your life they fit, if at all. But don't keep them around and then complain and then try to fix them and try to change them. Don't even play yourself like that. Do not even play yourself like that. It's never really a matter of why is he treating me this way? It's more so a matter of why are you allowing him to treat you this way? And I am not, let me, let me just give the disclaimer. I am not victim blaming per se. I am trying to make you realize that the power is in your hands. So if you are accepting less from somebody, there's probably a self-esteem, a self-concept issue somewhere. There's probably some trauma that led to that. There's probably something you saw, something you observed, some wound that you haven't healed yet that makes you feel like it's okay for you to accept that. And when you see that you have the power to make a change, you can address that and you can change, right? It's on you to take care of you. It's not on you to just sit there and wait for somebody to one day realize your worth. People are going to treat you exactly how you allow them to treat you. And they are going to take notes from how you treat yourself. So if you present yourself as the type of person who just complains all the time, I hate to be the one to tell you this, but unfortunately, it's just going to show that you lack boundaries you lack, or you lack the ability to enforce your boundaries and you will accept whatever people choose to give you and your retaliation to that is going to be complaining. You're not actually going to do anything. You're just going to complain about it. And I hate that for you. That's why I'm making this episode. Stop seeing things for how they should be and see it for what it is today, okay? If that person has never been good to you, stop thinking about 
how they should be to you or what the, the potential that they have to be good. Release yourself from that. That's not who they are today. Can people change? Absolutely, right? Because I know this because I've changed. So I do believe people can change. I do believe it is possible. However, if that is not what I'm seeing today, if you are nowhere near that change, if you don't even have the desire to change, I am not going to look at the potential of what you could be and then be like, you know what, I'm sure he's a good person. I'm sure she's she's a good person. She has good intentions. I'm sure they can be better. I'm sure you can do those things. But today, that's not who you are. So today, I'm going to figure out where you belong in my life, if you belong there at all. And I am going to make necessary adjustments to how much energy I give you instead of complaining all the time about you not doing this and you not doing that. Let me tell you, I have so much peace. I have so much peace in my life because I do not stress. I do not stress over certain things. There are certain um, relationships in my life that I'm not 100% happy with. I feel like it could be better, but because, let's say, that person is not who I need them to be per se, or they come with certain things that I don't really appreciate, I only give them a certain level of access that will not stress me out, right? I only give them a certain level of access to me. I only give them a certain amount of time that would not stress me out. It doesn't make me go out of my way. It doesn't make me complain about anything. I don't give you the same time and energy that I would give somebody who pours into me because I know you are not going to pour into me. I know you are who you are and I don't have to agree with it, but I'm going to treat you accordingly, right? So if there is somebody who I know I can only tolerate in small doses, you are only going to get small doses. I am not going to allocate a significant amount of my time to you and then complain about how much you stress me out. I am not going to give you the opportunity to stress me out. And if I see you're the type of person who does A, B, and C or certain things that drain me, I am not going to be complaining or, you know, like constantly telling you, oh, you need to do this and you need to do that. And no, don't do this. And no, you're looking at it all wrong. People have the potential to change. Absolutely. But if, if you're not ready to change today, I can only give you so much. You see what I'm saying? I am not going to complain to you all the time. I am, and I'm not going to listen to your complaining. I'm not going to go out of my way for people who are stuck in their ways. I am going to accept you for who you are and love you from a distance. I am going to tolerate you in doses that's not, that does not deplete me. I accept you. I accept you for who you are, but unfortunately, because of who you are, you can only get so much of me. And I, I am so peaceful. I have, like, I have, y'all, I, I don't think I've ever gotten, like, angry or upset at people in a few years, to be honest. Have I been 
somewhat frustrated? Yes. Have I been disappointed? Yes. Because even if I'm saying this every now and then, you do like want more for um, people than they want for themselves, right? You do wish that people were doing certain things um, and weren't getting themselves in trouble or certain things, right? You, like you do sometimes end up wanting more for people than they want for themselves. That's normal. That's natural. That's okay. But what I'm saying is you can't, you, you can't stress yourself too much if they are not in a place where they are willing to change. And again, I've said this before, please do not delude yourself into thinking that you are the change agent, right? You are the catalyst that somebody needs in their life to change. Does it work out that way sometimes? Yes. But do not take on that responsibility and act like it's your job to change somebody, okay? If that's the type of stress you want in your life, good luck. Good luck. I wish you all the best. And I'm speaking from experience. Good luck because you will need it, okay? But for those of us who, you know, want to practice having some sense and some peace, I'm telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. If that person can change, if there's a time designated for them to change based on the plan God has for their life, that they will change in their own time, right? Things will fall into place when it needs to for them to change. Don't take that responsibility upon yourself. If that's who they are today, accept them for who they are and then place them accordingly. Place them accordingly. Revoke access, restrict access as needed. But do not sit there and complain all the time. I just, I just don't. I just don't know why they're acting like this. I just don't understand. Why does he have to be this way? Why does she has, have to be this way? Because that's who they are. Because that's who they are. Now, what are you going to do about it? If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth. But I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Yes, communicate how you feel, right? Communicate how you feel, say your piece, but then respond appropriately. Okay, respond appropriately. Did they even value what you said? Do they even care about how you feel? Because some people will gaslight you. Some people you will try to communicate because you care about their relationship and you want to save it, and they will gaslight you. They will gaslight you and tell you you are overreacting. So instead of, yes, you will feel hurt, right? If that's somebody you care about, you will feel hurt. It's okay to feel hurt. It's normal to feel hurt. Take some time to feel hurt, right? Take some time to feel your feelings, but when you're done with that, right, when you're ready to respond to that, accept them for who they are as the gaslighter and decide where, if at all, 
they deserve a place in your life, okay? But don't sit there and be like, oh no, I, I, I know they just gaslighted me and told me that they don't care about how I feel and it doesn't matter and I'm overreacting, but they didn't mean that. They didn't mean that. They have the potential to change. I'm, I'm, go I'm going to focus on the positive. Sweetheart, if you choose to do that, if you choose to do that, I hate to be the one to tell you this, and this is going to sound very harsh, but if you choose to do that, unfortunately for you, there will be a time in the future when things escalate and get very overwhelming and things are probably not going to turn out the way you expected it, right? I.e. them living up to the potential that you see in them. That, that point in time is going to come, right? There's a high chance that it will come. And I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you are going to have to accept that you had a part to play in that disappointment and that heartbreak. Because you chose to overlook the fact that they were not anything close to the potential that you saw and you actually fell for or you actually chose to stay or defend somebody who was nothing like you thought they should be. I've been there. I'm speaking from experience. I'm just trying to help you, okay? Because there's a reason why when things don't work out with people, whether it's dating or friendship, but especially dating, there's a reason why when things don't work out with people, you have the tendency to be so much more madder at yourself than that other person. And it's because you will finally see all of the red flags that you ignored and you will finally see all of the times that you chose to turn a blind eye and trust somebody who did not deserve your trust and give the benefit of the doubt where it was not due and you are going to be very upset with yourself for doing that and that is normal. It happens to the best of us, okay? It is normal. It is okay to love somebody that much and care about somebody that much. It is normal. It happens to the best of us. But there is a reason why you were so upset over that breakup, okay? And a big, a big part of that reason doesn't even have anything to do with that other person. But it has everything to do with how much you overlooked and you're mad at yourself because of how much you overlooked. And I, let me tell you, I've been there. I don't speak about nothing that I haven't been through, okay? I have been there. And that's why, you know, after breakups or, or friendship breakups, relationship breakups or family fallouts, whatever, that's why you, it's not just about forgiving that other person. You also have to forgive yourself. Because there's going to be some part of you that resents how much you gave, how many chances you gave, and how vulnerable you were with somebody who did not deserve 
to see that side of you. There is going to be some part of you that low-key resents you for giving that much to somebody who did not deserve it. That's why I'm telling you this. See them for who they are. See them for... It's, it's okay to believe in somebody's potential, but you have to also be realistic. If you could not accept that person as they are today, if you look at somebody for who they are today and what they give you today and how they act today, how they go about their life today, if you cannot accept that, if you cannot see yourself accepting that in five years, be very careful about this potential that you are dwelling on because it's okay for people to have potential to grow. Everybody has room for improvement, right? But if who they are today is not something that you would be satisfied with, please do not delude yourself on potential. You have to be willing to accept who they are today and then be happy and be even happier to benefit from them fulfilling their potential, this potential that you are so obsessed with, for it to work, right? You, ca you cannot just completely ignore who people are today and then say, you know, they can be so much better. That's great. But are you going to suffer every day for the hope that one day they will be who you think they should be? Th that's not realistic. That is not realistic, okay? See people for who they are and not, what you, not who you think they should be. You have to take into account who they are today, okay? You can't completely ignore that. Look at who they are today and then assess how much access to you they deserve. Assess, revoke, limit, restrict, and give more to the people who deserve it. But don't, don't, let's... Let's, let's not be in la-la land 24-7 about who they could be and how things could work out. And that it, li li live in the present moment, okay? How do you feel about how things are today? And I know I talked a lot about relationships, but this has a lot to do with other, th like every, every aspect of your life, basically, okay? Your job is what it is. Yes, people are going to be stupid, Yes, people are going to try to delegate work to you that is not your job, but is actually their job, and they are handing it off to you like they don't understand their scope of work. Yes, people are going to sometimes expect you to work late and all of that. Yes, that's, that's how they are. Yes, you are underpaid and overworked. Yes, you have to deal with stupidity, right? Stop complaining about how it should be, stop complaining about how this person should be doing their job and how you should be making more and how you shouldn't be working that many hours. That, that, all that is going to do is make you even more stressed and frustrated than you already are. We don't live in a perfect world. In a perfect world, all of the stars would align, but that is not the world you wake up in every day, okay? Live in reality. Your job is what it is. If you hate it, find another one. And I know that is not easy to do. So that just tells you what you should be putting your energy towards. Just quitting your job or finding another one is not as easy as just sending an application and then 
starting next week, right? You might have to interview for months. You might have to go through a lot of negotiation to make sure you get the salary that you want. It might require you to either go into the office or relocate or something. There's a lot of things that's going to be up in the air, right? It's not an easy decision that you make in the snap of a finger. What I'm saying is because it's not an easy decision, instead of complaining every day about the job that you are at right now that you hate, use that energy to start looking for another one. Use that energy to start your own business if you want freedom, if you want to make your own money, if that's what you want. I'm not saying you have to, but I'm saying if that's what you want, use the energy towards something that you actually want. Use the energy towards a solution to the problem that you have, not to complain all the time. If you are going to find one thing to be consistent in doing, please don't make that thing complaining, okay? Find a solution to your problem. Don't just sit there and complain every single day to every single person that will listen. We get it. You don't like your job. What are you going to do about it? Because every time somebody sees you, they can't, they can't be hearing about what problem you had with this coworker today or how much you're underpaid or how much you're overworked. When are you going to find a solution? We, don't, we do not live in a fair world. We do not live in a perfect, ideal world, right? We, we live in the, the world is what it is. What are you going to do about it? You don't like something, find a solution. Stop wasting your time complaining. Live in the world as it is, not as it should be. Oh, well, they shouldn't be treating me this way. Okay, but they are. So what are you going to do about it? Oh, well, I just expected this from this person because they're a parent. Okay, but they're not doing that. So what are you going to do about it? How are you going to make sure that you don't repeat those cycles with your own children? Oh, well, he just doesn't do this and that. And he doesn't show me that he care and he doesn't plan dates and he doesn't. So why are you still with him? Why are you making time for him? Why are you prioritizing him? He's not prioritizing you. You see what I'm saying? Stop complaining and revoke access, restrict access, treat them how they treat you. Now, when I'm saying all of this, communicate, right? Communicate. I'm not saying just expect people to read your mind and just switch up, right? Now, personally, sometimes I feel like certain things, people understand what they are doing and they don't need you to cry them a river and pour out your heart because people understand how they're treating you, okay? When people are not prioritizing you, it's simply because you're not a priority. Some, like, some cases of that doesn't need you to, like, talk about how, you know, how they are treating you. It's obvious. So certain things, you don't necessarily have to type a paragraph to somebody, right? But if somebody has been putting in the work and they're just not perfect and they are flawed, then you communicate, right, in a healthy way. Right? We're being healthy. We're being healthy. We're practicing healthy communication, okay? I'm not, just, I'm not saying to just expect people to read your mind and just switch up, okay? Do the right thing. But I'm just saying for certain people, when the effort has never been there, there is no reason to sit there and complain and, and do all of this stuff and then type paragraphs to people who never cared about you to begin with, okay? 
Understand that you do not have a place in their life and do not give them room in yours. It's very simple, but don't keep them around and allow them to treat you like trash and then just complain all the damn time. People are tired of listening to you complain about things that you have no intentions of finding solutions for. It's very easy to be there for people even when they fail or they mess up when you know that you know, it was a mistake and they are going to work on themselves and they are going to do better. But if you're just in a constant cycle of just just playing yourself, just, just complaining all the time and never doing anything about it, that's going to be very draining for the people around you. Don't be that person. Live in the world as it is. Accept the imperfect and come up with a plan. Navigate around what is not fair versus just complaining about what's not fair. You will be a lot less stressed and less worked up and you will have so much more peace of mind when you just accept things for what they are. It doesn't mean that if somebody decides to treat you like trash, then that means you are trash. That's not what I mean when I say accept it. I'm saying accept that that is the best that that person can do, but understand that it does not meet your standards and block them. Accept that their best is beneath your bare minimum and place them accordingly where they belong, which is out of your life. That's what I mean when I say accept the imperfect. Accept that it's not good. Accept that that's what it is, but know and understand that it's not going to work for you and thus you do not make space for it in your life. But please, please do not just be the person who complains. Oh, well, this, well, I just don't understand why things have to be this way. It's, it doesn't matter if you understand it or not. It's still going to be that way. What are you going to do about it? And complaining is not an option. It is not an option. You can feel how you want to feel and express your discontentment with the situation, but find a solution because you can't just be in a constant loop of complaining about everything that doesn't work out the way you think it should work out. It's great that you have an opinion, but do you understand that things are how they are? Like, do you understand that? Certain things you will just have no control over, right? You can't control other people. You can't control how they treat you, but you can control the level of access that they have in your life. Focus on what you can't control and stop complaining about the things that are out of your control. That is all I have to say in today's episode, and I will talk to you next Sunday. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.